what is up, everybody? Thank you uh, for tuning into the Fathom Beyond Sunday podcast. We're really excited about this new podcast. It's really designed to, to just be very casual, just a couple of leaders at Fathom talking faith, talking life, talking about how we can grow in our faith, where it's really going on between Monday through Saturday, not just on Sunday. So uh, tune in, listen to the conversation, open your heart, and pray that, that this really helps. Welcome, welcome. You are here with the Fathom Beyond Sunday podcast where we take Sunday's sermon and go a little bit deeper into the message where we take our walk with Jesus beyond Sunday and uh, into the Monday through Saturday. And here today as a guest, I am Tara Howard. Hello. <laughs> yeah, leading the ship. <laughs> take the wheel. <laughs> take the wheel with Kyle Nelson, lead pastor here at Fathom Church. I'm excited to, to do it. Switch it up this yeah. week. Very switched. Yeah, sometimes we do it without me, and that switches it up. Sometimes without Jackie, and I guess we got to figure out what we're gonna do once Jackie really goes. Right. Yeah. So you don't know it. This is like Jeopardy, and like we're actually auditioning people <laughs> <laughs> to, to be the host, right? You are the weakest link. Goodbye. That's a different show. Yeah. But. <laughs> and what people don't know is probably don't know you produce the back end of this and yeah. make it all happen live. And that's actually who's doing Jeopardy right now is the executive producer, the person <laughs> that actually does it. So funny enough, huh, we're taking our enough. cues from Jeopardy. Hmm, not sure. <laughs> Beckett, my oldest, has really gotten into Jeopardy, which I'm pumped about. He's been a huge fan of Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, so I'm not a Jeopardy person. I'm a Wheel of Fortune girl. Oh, he is too. You want to know why he's such a big fan of Wheel of Fortune? Is because he loves clapping. <laughs> No. The boy is obsessed with clapping every time the wheel spins. Oh, that's funny. He's just into it. Like he wants, like he is constantly just preparing to be an uh, an audience member in a game show. Like, oh my gosh. His entire life is building up to be an audience member in I a game like show. I would like that show so much more in person because every time they pan away to the people, I'm like, put back the words. I'm trying to figure it out before yeah, you are. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, that's enough nonsense. We but. digress. <laughs> yeah, meanwhile, back at the ranch. That's right. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, this Sunday, um, really enjoyed the message where we got to talk about us as a chosen people. You want to mm -hmm. give us a little recap about that? Yeah. I was wanting to do, preach a, a series on anger and just, I had this, I don't know, just tugging to talk on purpose um, for some reason and just really was led to this one verse in in 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 9 that you're a chosen people a royal priesthood a holy nation um uh, chosen as God's own possession to declare his excellencies um the excellencies of his name so um yeah so i just love this passage and it just provides so much meaningful purpose for our life and i don't know i just i think i was just reflecting after 2020 everybody's kind of pulling their head up like all right i'm gonna get back to life i'm gonna do some things differently this yeah. time i'm gonna take some yep. of these lessons and do something that matters and you know many people have lost people over the past year or seen just the amount of loss and i think there's just this anytime we have that we're just like i'm gonna make life count right Right. You want to lay your head on the pillow at the end of every night knowing that you gave your best for your people and that you lived how God would want you to live. Yeah. And so I think some are, are like consciously like really have that dialogue. And I think many people unconsciously are trying to wrestle with that. Mm -hmm. I think that's what led me to, to do this series called On Purpose. Um Yeah, we, we started with this, this idea of, of chosen people and Really, I think when we talk about purpose, you know, our brain usually goes to like 
what are we, what am I supposed to be doing? I don't know. What comes to your brain? Like when you think of purpose? Yeah. When I think of purpose, I think of, yeah, what was this made for? I mean, you gave a really good illustration with a bunch of different tools and, you know, what could this be used for? And just the other day we were, we were cleaning out some sheds and doing a work day here. And, um, back at a kid's weekend a while ago, there was a song and it was made for this. Oh yeah. It's one of those that's stuck in your head. You hear it all weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but there was bugs everywhere and I looked up and I was like, I am not made for this. (laughs) This is not what I was made for. No. Yeah. And then to hear that on Sunday. Yeah, yep, that's right. The yep. next day. How about that? That's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we, yeah, we think about what I think work. We think of work. Yeah. Like I want to do something that connects with something that matters. Right. Meaning. Um, what do you want to leave behind? Mm-hmm. You know, when you're, when you look back on your life. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I was trying to, I like the movie Shrek. My, my kids don't really like it, but I, I've, I've forced them to start watching it when it's randomly on TV. Cause you know, there's like kids movies and shows that we care to watch. And there's ones sure. that we want to, you know, that are mm-hmm. fun and like funny. And there's just a lot of funny moments with Eddie Murphy and you know, the donkey in that one. So you can jump in at any point in that movie and it, you're still going to be fine. Yeah. And, and like one of the classic lines in, in, um, you know, is Shrek explaining to the donkey that ogres are, are have like onions, they have layers, you know? So I think our purpose has <laughs> yeah. layers. Yep. And that's kind of, I may even use that this Sunday. So act like you, you've never heard it before. Okay. Everyone who's I'll listening. I'll clap real loud. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, um, is that as we go through this text, I, I really believe that Peter, whether he realized or not, really gave these layers to wow. our purpose. Yeah. Um, and, and I hope to be able to weave in all the discussion around family and work and, and actually what we do with our hands and our mm-hmm. life and our bodies. And, and, but, it, but before we can get to all those layers, we have to start that very core right. layer, which is that we're a chosen people that we are chosen, like really just highlighting our identity as that we've been called as sons and daughters of God. Like we've been adopted to him, like for his yeah. own possession. And this passage in, in first Peter, just, it kind of brings back passages from the Torah, from Deuteronomy where, you know, Deuteronomy seven, six, that just says, you know, Israel, you're God's treasure possession. And we just kind of see so much like, all right, now the church is, right. you know, this, this treasured possession, God's own possession that we, that we belong to him. So that's where it started. Like just really spending some time wrestling with this idea of identity at, and, and our first purpose is belonging to God, yeah. like being his son, being his daughter. Like it's not what we do. We're not ever, if we don't get our first purpose to be with him and to belong yep. to him, everything else, it, it's going to make us feel good, but there's always going to be something missing. Yeah, there's nothing anyone else can say. I mean, for comfort, I don't know if you remember, but it was a good year or more now. But I was going through something pretty, pretty intense uh, relationally with another person, and that was your your advice to me. You're like, you need to remember that before yep. you're anything else, yep. before you're a you know ministry leader, before you're a wife, before you're a daughter, before mm-hmm. you're anything, uh, you're a daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're a daughter of God's family. Yeah. That's who you are. And I mean, that's more comforting than any, you know, it'll be all right kind of a statement. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
your identity and it's that's not going anywhere it doesn't matter what your personality is yep. right we have different personalities every person listening has a different person it doesn't matter what it is we'll find so many other identity that we'll try to find our identity in yep. you're a really good mom or, yeah don't worry I, you're a good mom don't worry like no yeah. You're a daughter of God, and he's yeah. not going to let you get too far away from him. Yeah. He's got you. And he's chosen us. Yep. You know, he's and, and, and he's he's chosen really the world, and it's those that respond back to him in faith yep. that are that are, that are are chosen to receive him. And so that, that's just where we had to start. Yep. Got to start with that, and then we get into the, the people aspect of it. Right. So the belonging that, so you had talked about belonging internally and the external belonging and broke down. The differences yeah. between those two things. I, I felt like that was really important as I was just thinking about how, how can I really describe this? Because Peter goes, he calls, says chosen people. He's saying one thing, just chosen people. And I was, mm-hmm. I wanted to just extract these two words and work our way through them. But people is plural. It's this sense of community. And you know, so much of why we started this church and what we feel our calling and mission is obviously to make disciples uh, of all nations mm-hmm. that Jesus has asked us to. But I, again, and there's layers of that and there's a unique imprint and fingerprint. I feel like of our body to help people understand that this relationship between God and the local church, um, cause those aren't always that they, they don't really work hand in hand in a vast majority of cases. Hmm. Um, you know, and oftentimes, we kind of grow distant. So we've got to understand that we are a part of this people. So <clears throat> I think that starts internally. And most people, they say, hey, I, I want to come belong somewhere. They think mm. of all the external yep. things. Like I need to get in a small group. Right. I need to start serving. I need to start giving. I need to start yeah. doing doing all these things. And I think we miss out. Like, And it's such a game changer when we view the body of Christ that I belong here. And no one is going to take that from me. Yeah. Without expectation, I belong here. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Before I do anything. I mean, when you when you don't come on a Sunday, somebody's not texting you because, come on, you didn't check off the second Sunday in March. Where were you? We're checking on you because we want to know, how, where where are you? Are you okay? Mm-hmm. And, and there's not a guilt have to yeah. associated with it you know you broke down all the different ways we can be yeah. um we can be a uh what a son a servant yeah or a sibling <laughs> and a sibling and that the feeling that goes along with being here is very important yeah that feeling that you have when you get in your car to come here or when you are about to turn in do you feel like you're excited do you feel like you have to do something for sure, and I'm glad you connected those two. I probably didn't connect them very well. Maybe I don't know. I'd have to go back and listen to it on Sunday. But that sense of belonging to the people, the mm-hmm. plural, mm-hmm. internally or external. If we don't have the internal, just like if, the, like I said, with the other purposes, if we don't get the center core of that layer, right. everything else is gonna. If we don't have the internal sense of belonging that God has called me here, God's chosen me here. These are my brothers and sisters. I don't just say brother so-and-so or sister so-and-so and nobody, <laughs> nobody says that right. anymore, at least around here. But um, if I don't have that, what, what I said is like just an authentic awareness. Mm, like yeah. that I belong here because yeah. God has called me here. And, and to the global church, to the right. global family of God mm-hmm. first, mm-hmm. 
and then to a local church, like that expression of the local body of Christ. And a lot of people say, yeah, I belong to the church. I'm, I, I belong to the church. But but do you really see yourself as belonging to the people? Like when right. you meet other Christians, you're like, no, they're just weird. <laughs> I mean, because I said that. Like, just I because they're not your flavor of Christian yeah. doesn't mean that's yeah, bad. They're or that they're not your, yeah. I mean, everybody has a crazy aunt, right? Or like a crazy somebody in their family or somebody who's a little, but you can... Real love appreciates even mm-hmm. that yeah, oddity or, you know, yeah, the difference. Absolutely. Like, and you can, and I think when you can laugh and love and, and joke about it and not take yourself so seriously. Live, laugh, and live, love. Live, laugh, love. Yeah. I don't know. There's a, probably a yeah. bumper sticker with that on Right, it. right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When we don't take ourselves too seriously, we don't put expectation on ourselves or on other people. Oh man, that's a, that's a huge one. Yeah, that, that really is. So I, I, because if we don't get that internal authentic awareness right. Awareness that I belong and awareness that the guy sitting next to me that yeah. I might not understand yet, he belongs too. Yeah. And. um, Not my husband sitting next to me, right. but you know, like yeah. some other so, guy. Yeah, guy, some quote, random stranger. Quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> quote, quote, unquote. Um, yeah, for sure. I. Because if we don't get that right, then we begin to see, like, we begin to have a warped mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the, the whole sense of son and adoption, like, flows into this sense of people, this chosen people that we are together. <clears throat> yeah, and this idea of servants, siblings, sons is something that uh, a, a pastor that um, I lean on and learn a lot from, Matt Keller, had talked a lot about, and and I've I've taught on it and just tried to, it's been helpful to understand these mindsets that many of us have. And, mm-hmm. and a lot of people see the church that way. Um, and, and really fall out of, I think of delight, you know, because we're not in yes. the mind we're not in a son mindset. We're not in a daughter's mindset. Like I'm a, yeah. you're a daughter of God. Yeah. I about said I'm a daughter of God. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, I'm a, I'm a son of God, but when I'm, I used to live like that. I was just a servant in the house and uh-huh. I just worked, 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 worked. And man, just being told that, hey, no, 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 God loves you. Like you, I am loved. God loves me, not for what I do, but for who I am. And I belong in his house. And, and I look at the prodigal son. I always loved to, love to just refer back to Luke 15 because he is the son. Yep. He is the heir. He was willing to be a servant. I'll he, come back as a servant. He came back. Yeah, he had messed up too much. And yeah. so he was just just thinking maybe, and it was shame that did this. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can earn my way back in. Yeah, maybe maybe my father will just let me be a servant mm-hmm. in his house. And that's not what the father did. The father ran towards him, like taking the shame upon himself, lifting up his garments to run, which yep. he had to do or he would have tripped. Showing his legs was shameful in that society. Taking that shame on himself. And then he didn't, you know, I, I had this in my heart. I didn't get to it Sunday, but he threw that ring on his finger, mm-hmm. you know, he, he threw that cloak on him, like <laughs> new clothes. like. And he wasn't like, hey, can you go take a bath real yeah. quick and like get yourself cleaned up and presentable? And then yep. we'll talk about, you know, yeah. giving you some Let's new Let's put you stuff. to work. Let's put yeah. you to work. Welcome yep. home. Yep. Here's a job. <laughs> Welcome. Belong. Because he belonged there. Yeah. And when he was gone, he it was his presence was missing and his person was mm-hmm. missing. Yeah, and 
And really there's this, like the whole, it's a lot of people, I don't know. It's so hard to figure out what's the main focal point. Mm. Cause really there's a major point at the end with the older brother who <laughs> can't rejoice for that. Yeah. And it's not, cause it's not fair. Yeah. You know, he was in a, he was in a sibling's mindset. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. He was not in a son's mindset. Cause the, no. the son will, will delight in, in, in that when he's a sibling, he's worried about the rivalry. He's worried about getting back. Right. Yeah. Siblings can be petty as can be. Yeah. A son can look and go, wow, isn't my dad the best? Look yeah. what he did. Like, yeah. and be happy for his brother. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so when we say like the sibling mindset, it's, or the, excuse me, the son mindset, daughter mindset, it's just a, it's a deeper awareness of having the first thing first. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're still mm-hmm. brothers and sisters in Christ. They were still brothers, yep. but really it's this identity, this first identity is well, right. Because we're servants yeah. too. Like we're yep. called to be servants yep. in the body of Christ, but our first identity is that of sons and daughters. Yep. And when you are a servant through the identity of a daughter or a son, it it feels different. It's mm-hmm. that the feeling is different. As you were describing each one of those, I could super identify a time where I you know, felt each one of those things. Yeah. And I think it's important to be self-aware enough to know Mm -hmm. what those signs are. Uh, You know, how do I act when I'm acting like a servant? And then, okay, what will I do when I recognize this? Will I just go, hey, I think I need to just, I need to go home. (laughs) You know, I need to take a day off or I need to, you know, go do something that's joy, get together Mm -hmm. with a couple people that go here and just go be together and have fun and not, not be working. Maybe you just need to rest. Yeah. Um, Yeah, for sure. They, they, I think that that personal awareness of that is is so key because once you have a taste of oh man I've been in the wrong mindset mm-hmm. and then you begin to move into the right mindset of of being a daughter of God or a, a son of God and you're like I don't want anything else like, yeah I don't want to live that there's so much more joy in that mindset and then I can just flow out and it's not what I'm obligated to do it's not what I have to do it's what I get to do yep and um it really is it, it goes right back to that first purpose which is to delight and and yeah. this is how I describe it to delight in our calling as chosen sons and daughters yeah and when you're doing that there's no other condition that needs to be met it doesn't matter if you know something silly like the air is not the right temperature or you know the whatever you know nothing's your your morning didn't go perfectly Mm -hmm. or the sound isn't working or whatever it is for for those of us who are maybe making church happen on a Mm -hmm. Sunday like when stuff's going wrong if you're functioning from a mindset that's really it's not all about the doing Mm -hmm. it's really not yeah and the quicker we come to realize that our first purpose in this is being with God and that the being will sustain the doing, mm-hmm. the quicker we, we start building this thing the right way. Yeah. Um, and and the faster we begin to discover joy and really what it means to delight ourselves in the Lord. You know, Psalm 37.4, you know, says delight yourselves in the Lord and and um, he'll give you the, the desires, desires of your heart. Yeah, yeah that that'll that'll follow. <laughs> um, but I think we we try to force all these purpose things. But it's like, man, when we just start delighting. That stuff's gonna come. Yeah. like he's gonna start just opening up doors for us to really be in a place where <laughs> we can really um, in, enjoy the the work we put our hands to because we see it in such different light. Yeah, because we've learned to delight in him. Yep, one hundred percent. Yeah.
Yeah, for sure. So, and then after that, I think all the external sense of belonging comes like it it flows out of the right place. Hey, I want to be involved in a community because I'm a part of this family. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I want to know people. I want them to know me. Um, I, I want to use my gifts because I care about these people. And I know that like we're this spiritual house that's built up as I grow, as I belong in this body. Um, it, it makes all, all the difference in the world it's just flowing out of, out from the right place now yeah. and not being built backwards. And, and uh, a lot of us probably feel that way. Probably feel like our faith has kind of been built backwards. Like, hmm. like something's this, there's puzzle pieces here, but some things feel out of place. Right. And, and it's because we've, we've built things backwards. Huh. And, and I think a lot of people can probably identify with that who, um, have never been a part of the church and, and are just trying to, to discover what it means to be a part of the church. Yep. And then those who have been a part of the church and it's just, it's just felt weird, never felt like a sense of belonging starts with that understanding we're delighting ourselves as chosen sons and daughters. And then it flows yep. into um, my identity as a part of the people of God. And that internal belonging is really a cushion for when the external belonging, which is you know, fallible because it's human. Mm-hmm. It's, we belong with a group of humans who were none of us perfect. Mm-hmm. And so when, when you get hurt and you can fall back on, well, hold on. Yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a daughter. How, how do I handle this? Yeah. Father, how do I handle this? Cause I'm hurt now. Yeah. Um, and when you can act like a daughter and not a, not a, a sibling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. When you relationally are having a hard time with external belonging. Yeah. Um, I think you need to start there. That's yeah. a good point. And there's so much more. We could go down a hundred different <laughs> lanes today, but it's probably probably a good spot to tie a knot on it for this time. Yeah. And then we'll kind of keep this series going Sounds and keep talking good. about purpose and exploring some different avenues as we go through the series. Awesome. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Another one next next Sunday, this coming Sunday, yeah. part two. Absolutely. Talking about the royal priesthood and um, yeah, taking that even all the way back to Genesis. We're, we're kicking off Casket MC this week with creation. And I think we'll, I'll, I'll leak out some things on that too. Um, there that, that we'll see, but, uh, yeah. Remember to like, subscribe, share, share this with your friends. If you find this helpful, (laughs) definitely do that. And, uh, we appreciate you hanging with us. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me on. We love you guys. We're glad you're here. We're glad you're listening. If you would like more information or have a question for us that you would like, uh, Jackie and Kyle or whoever happens to be next auditioning for the podcast role, (laughs) you can email, um, you can email me. I'll give my email address for a change. You can email Tara, T-A-R-A, at fathomchurchjacks.com. And we love you so much, and we'll talk to you again next time.